0: We're hearing blues musician Victor Wainwright with a tribute to the legendary B.B. King. And can't you tell? In memory of
1: B.B. King, I would like to share something that I wrote immediately after hearing of his passing. To B.B.'s guitar and lifelong companion, Lucille, I would just like you to know how thankful we all are For
0: taking care of our loving mentor, Mr. B.B. King, for all these years. Joseph Jordan of Blues Blast magazine talks about Victor Wainwright this way. Wainwright's remarkable keyboard abilities and playing are, at the very least, rolling, rampaging and rambunctious. He's a natural entertainer, and his uncanny sense of finding humor on stage and in his music is probably unmatched in the blues and roots world. Not a lot of slinky sophistication here, just remarkable keyboard chops, great ensemble playing, and his singing packs a wallop.
1: Thank you, Lucy.
0: Whether on organ, electric, or acoustic piano, the keys are in for a ferocious pounding coming out of the boogie-woogie school of playing he knows so well. Victor is a point of lightning. He's a marvelous barrelhouse piano player with fast, soulful, and remarkably deft fingering. And what's so appropriate is that Wainwright won the most prestigious blues music award of them all, the B.B. King Entertainer of the Year Award in 2018. Entertainer of the Year. And Wainwright told Jordan what that means for him. I feel I learned what my granddad knew, and I took that and I listened to the music that I loved, and I translated that into something, I guess, quite original, and people are finding it an original way to play the piano. I don't just play it like other blues or roots piano players. I just play it like myself, and I like to sing and entertain as much as I like to play piano. And that's the thing that my grandfather taught me. He gets credit for teaching me how to play the piano, but he was a great entertainer. He really took up all the air in the room when he entered it. He was a massive personality, and my dad, too. My dad's the same way.
1: Basically my
0: arms are wide open. I stand firmly in my foundation and belief in blues and roots music, and I invite everyone into our genre. People might not necessarily be familiar with the late Pine Top Perkins, say, but hopefully we'll find Pine Top through the discovery of my music. Of course, during live shows we even talk about blues personalities past and future within our community. I'm just so thankful that we're able to play to people that love the kind of music we love. Music has to breathe, it's a living thing that grows and develops. We have a very grown up, veteran sound with a lot of youthful ambition. With that, says Jordan, Victor laughs heartily and promises to, every night, keep playing his heart out. That from an interview by Joseph Jordan in Blues Blast magazine with Victor Wainwright in 2019. Victor Wainwright reflects the kind of music making valued by the Briggs Farm Blues Festival as it happens. Distinctive, top-quality musicians who know how to connect with listeners in a direct way. Richard Briggs travels all over to experience these players before he books them for the festival. That's what he did when he first booked Victor Wainwright for the Briggs Farm roster. Briggs, not surprisingly, was right. The Briggs Festival audience loved Wainwright, and he's been back. And now in 2023, Victor Wainwright and his band The Train will be headlining the Friday night lineup on July 7th. Another thing that Wainwright said that's appropriate for Briggs Farm, we have a very grown-up veteran sound with a lot of youthful ambition. For over two decades, Richard Briggs, founder and artistic director of the festival, was front and center in producing the event each year. Surrounded by his family, arm-in-arm with Alison Briggs, his wife most especially, the time, though, has come for the handoff to the next generation. Dylan Briggs and Dina Briggs have learned from the ground up and learned, like Victor Wainwright did, from the best. They'll continue the Briggs Farm tradition with something perhaps of the youthful ambition wainwright cited the 2023 briggs farm festival will be held july 6th 7th and 8th on the rolling hills of briggs farm in briggsville just across the river from berwick in june of 2016 richard briggs who worked as an award-winning producer at wvi8 tv for a number of years returned to his roots here to talk about the briggs farm blues festival
1: we're sort of building up the excitement for this year's festival. And whenever I come back to VIA, I, I certainly remember the days when we started. I was working here full time and uh, I'd work on the concerts before I came to work and after when I went home. So even though I loved working here, there was a time when I had to, yeah, I'd had to choose between one or the other. And a lot of people were happy that we're putting on the festival and that you know that's become quite a thing.
0: And the site of the festival, this is a heritage farm. This is something that is a treasure, not just in our region, but in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's very special to my family because we've been there over 200 years farming it, actually. And I'm the ninth generation. My son is the 10th, and my grandkids are now the 11th. So that's something that we want to keep going. It's a nice-sized farm. It's a very good-sized farm. And we actually are an, an operating farm. And the music festival, that's pretty much in the center of the farm in the rolling hills. And the fields that are hay most of the year will will be trimmed up and cleaned for parking and for camping and for the audience area.
0: And we think back to the roots of the music, the Delta, and where some of these sounds... Began.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a a rural and a farming connection to to blues music and to American roots music in general. And some of the artists actually are are farmers, so they they have farms, and we can talk about you know what they're picking and what they're growing. But there is a, a definite family connection, definite rural connection with a, a lot of blues music today.
0: In your explorations and your building of the festival year after year, you've made trips to the Delta. You've gone down, you've met the musicians, you've heard them, you've gone to the juke joints, and that's very much part of who you are and your love of the music.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of history to discover there, and there's a lot of connection to place to discover too. So actually going to festivals and going to live performances to, to joints and, and also to clubs in Chicago and, and anywhere that there's music being played it's important to my business to find the artists that are able to perform and that are able to to connect with the audience and, and really the best place to see that would be in a live situation.
0: Let's talk just a little bit about that sense of how over the years you've come to know your audience and what they'd love to hear and how you keep the lineup balanced and exciting and surprising.
1: Well, sometimes like if if I'm booking an artist that's different I wouldn't be sure that they're going to appreciate them until they actually perform there to, to our audience because our audience is different. I mean, it's a very, it's a very receptive audience, and, and I know the bands all love playing for our audience, but you can tell, you know, if people are really, really involved with the performer or not. Uh, I know this year we have a great performer, Victor Wainwright, who is a piano player, this guy is like really tearing up the festival scene this year won many awards and i think people are going to love him uh, for one thing because he is such a great performer wonderful uh, vocalist and a keyboard player and i think people love him but see that that's something that i liked and i think my audience will like but i'll know this year and then i'll know. so you know it's sort of something that you you've developed a feel for over time
0: and you always try to represent the original generation, even though the ranks of the original generation of blues performers might be shrinking right. because of age and...
1: Right, and that that's something that, that goes along with that, too. So I wasn't sure that they would get some of these old-timers. I mean, a guy who's playing who's 83 years old that started playing back in the 20s, Honey Boy Edwards, and the audience really accepted and loved him. I mean, so they got it. So that's something that I you know have actually been doing from the start is bringing some of the old timers that have that connection to to the early days and to plantations and 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 whatnot in the south and then you know and then of course blues music developed and changed through the years you know went up to chicago and then it got uh, attached to rock and roll and uh, so it's really blues has become the the base of all american music pretty much not all but most and so I try to hit on all that in, through different times of the day, different stages. It, it all works out nicely for a whole weekend.
0: And you do now have many opportunities. People can go hear the full throttle sound of bands on stage, but you have the acoustic opportunity, the back porch stage. Mm-hmm. So people can have a variety of experiences, not just on one stage.
1: Right. Yeah, we have we have the two stages, like you said, the the larger main stage and then we have a very intimate type situation with the back porch stage. It's under tent and both of those stages are running concurrently. So there there's always something going on. You can decide where to go and we're also adding a third stage this year in the woods. That, and that'll be just for the campers and it'll just be Thursday night. So now we we'll have three stages.
0: You've always been very generous and nurturing of the campers.
1: Yeah, so the the campers is it's a very good experience for people and we know it we like it. We like the fact that the campers know they're coming ahead of time and and you know they're they're not concerned with the weather or anything. They're happy to to be there and so it's a, it's a good stabilizing financial thing for us. But also we hear from people and they they're looking forward to coming. A lot of people are looking forward to it because then they'll have time to meet up with some of the people they've met over the years that they only see once a year. Yeah. So in addition to the music, it's also a community thing, which... There aren't a whole lot of, you know, large-scale community things that people do anymore. Sports events and concerts are really the biggest ones. And one of the nice things about Briggs Farm is it's all, it's all so comfortable, you know, to move around, to walk around, and to meet with people, to have some really good food and whatnot, and listen to music.
0: Another aspect that we've learned over the years, Richard, is that you're always so generous about giving Pennsylvania artists, regional artists, local artists a chance to perform as well.
1: Yeah, and that's that's one of the things I like about the uh, stage in the woods for the campers on Thursday night. We'll have regional local artists performing there, and uh, so we'll have we'll have entertainment for them. But they have been asking for that for many years. They they want to spend some more time once they get there and then, and relax a little bit with friends before the main show starts.
0: We've talked about it, Richard, your love of music originally when you were listening to the British Invasion and sort of coming in the back door to discover how many musicians of our generation were influenced by the blues in England and how you, not only as a lover of music and a respecter of music and wanting to make sure that it's preserved in your documentary cap, but you also have a sense from your work here at WVIA and as a documentary filmmaker, a sense of the importance of the presentation, the lighting, that the sight lines are right, that people may take for granted, but those of us who know you know how important that is to you, and it's part of the reason that Briggs Farm is so celebrated, but that's all part of what you care about.
1: Yeah, and and one of the nice things about coming here and talking to you about it is that I get to think about really what matters, and that, and you hit the nail on the head there. It's not to toot my horn, but just myself and my friends here at VIA know how to present sound and light and in an artistic way. And you know, we're not musicians, but we're we're producers, and, and I think that's one of the reasons it works. And another reason is the connection to the farm and and how that is uh you know a very special place for me and my family and how that all works together you know so those those two things it's a really pretty lucky situation for me because it all works out for for my life and it is really the the music community is it's it's a real community and music has become very important to a, to a lot of people and, and music is really one of the pillars of civilization uh, music and art.
0: Richard Briggs, founder and artistic director of the Briggs Farm Blues Festival, speaking with us in 2016 about the history of the event and what it means to him and to blues lovers around the Commonwealth and around the country. And this year's Briggs Farm Blues Festival will get underway on July 6th, 7th and 8th. Those are the dates this year. And that takes place in Briggsville, Pennsylvania on Briggs Farm, the 200-plus year-old heritage farm, celebrated by the Agriculture Department of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and people who love and respect history throughout the state. This is a two-stage event. Over 20 international and regional acts will be performing. As we heard, there is a wide range of performers, among them Victor Wainwright, who will be headlining the main stage on Friday. Joanna Connor, one of the most influential guitarists on the planet, is aggressive, edgy, and innovative, and she'll be on hand for the weekend. Bywater Call is a seven-piece powerhouse of Southern soul and roots rock. They'll be on hand. The headliner for Saturday, July 8th, is Robert Randolph, a rock star and a virtuoso on the pedal steel guitar. When Randolph jumped from the church and spiritual music into the secular music world, He found an audience among blues fans. Rolling Stone had included him in the list of 100 greatest guitarists of all times. And that's just for starters. That's the Briggs Farm Blues Festival 2023, acknowledged by the folks in Memphis as a treasure. And we are pleased to be able to say Richard Briggs worked under this roof, our roof, as a television producer. He and Alison Stone, Briggs, Alison, his wife, and they are award-winning producers and they know how to present. That's why when we talk about 26 years for this festival, we know that it keeps getting better and better. And now the festival has been passed on for the new generation ahead. That would be Dylan and Dina and their family. And it's really a family affair. So it's the Briggs Farm Blues Festival, July 6th, 7th, and 8th on Briggs Farm, the Heritage Farm in Briggsville, just across the river from Berwick, not far from Wilkesbury, not far from Bloomsburg. And if you need information about the festival, you can find it online, briggsfarm.com briggsfarm.com there's camping and that's a wonderful way to experience the music, just relax you're set and you can come and go as you like The 2023 Briggs Farm Blues Festival, July 6th, 7th, and 8th. For more information on the web, briggsfarm.com.